Welcome back to week eight. This is Bet the Rent. I'm your host, Credit. Alongside me, as always, is Brian, aka Billy, aka Mush Tater. Pal, welcome back. Week eight of the NFL season. How, uh, for those of you who listen to the pod, uh, this is we have one of these podcasts every year. Sometimes two. He's a little bit low. Yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll take over from here. All right. Welcome back. We we had a tough week last week. We went one and four. However, I will sacrifice a one and four. I I was blessed with a beautiful little baby girl, nine pounds, 13 ounces, 22 inches long. You know how everyone always talks about how their kids in the, 90, the 90th percentile or the 95th percentile? Well, my kid, she gets out there, they, they measure her in length and she's 22 inches long. That's the 100th percentile. That is at the that is outside the chart. That is a new. She is literally off the charts. So what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to bring <laughs> some of that off the charts energy to bet the rent this week. So I'm a new dad. We did these picks too. I, I was in the hospital after my wife had just given birth, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to step out and talk to my friend Mush real quick. She's like, oh my god, you fucking retard. <laughs> hey, congratulations. You know what? If it takes a one in four week to have you a healthy health hundredth percentile baby, I'm all for it. You know what? I'll take I'll take another one in four week, you know, in a couple of years, pal. It's fine. We'll sacrifice it to the gods. Well, we had the winner, the one was the Bears. Okay, we got that. And then the losers were we went Jacksonville, we went 49ers, we went Broncos. Even though the 49ers is deceptively the score doesn't look like it, but they move the ball up and down. And this is the problem with Jimmy G is he can't put the ball in the end zone consistently. They have to have scheme. They have to have, per- they have to have perfect execution to get that ball in the end zone. And that's the problem. He's got a ceiling. He's capped. That's why they want Trey Lance. They want that guy because Shanahan's a good enough coach. He's going to be able to get you down the field, but he needs, he needs the players to get him in the end zone. The uh, Yeah, I, 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 the, the Niners were – I'm okay with that pick. Honestly, the Broncos, I was okay with that pick. And then literally two hours later after we submitted it, maybe even less than that, uh, it was announced that uh, Russell Wilson was going to be out. His Wolverine blood ran out apparently, and so he was out for that game. Um, and that 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 one kind of hurt. Um, and then what really probably hurt the most is we talk about the consensus every every week where you get to see the most pick. And then when the number one consensus come consensus comes out and it's Jacksonville minus three against the Giants, and you're like, no, 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 that should have been. No, we're supposed to be the sharp ones here. I have a problem with that thought process because the consensus in the last two or three years in this contest, they're sharper. They really are than the average bear. So you're saying that the consensus, oh, that's bad for us. It really isn't, unfortunately, because the consensus is outperforming us today. So they are playing much, much better. So being on on the side of the consensus, yeah, we're not going to make up any ground, but typically we're not going to lose any ground. And I don't necessarily hate when we see that coming out because the top consensus pick is one. It's week eight. It's probably one six out of eight weeks. So we got on the wrong time at the wrong place. However, what we talked about is losing ground or making up ground. We'll get into that with the standings, but you're going to see we didn't we didn't give up too much ground. Yeah, consensus went one and four uh, this week. Our other our other loser was, uh, and this is probably the one I was most mad about. We, we, it's the, the downside of having, you know, partners, we, we always talk about the good stuff, right? Partners balance each other out. They bring another level. One thing about the bad thing about having partners, which is kind of flawed our decision-making uh, last week specifically was 
we ended up with the Chargers minus five and a half. And not because we all like the Chargers five and a half, and not because we know someone loved the Chargers minus five and a half. It's all because we were okay with it. We all nixed other people's picks that there was some winners out there and we nixed them because all we could all live with the Chargers minus five and a half. We nixed uh, the Browns. We nixed the Washington Commanders, right? We nixed other picks and ended up going with the Chargers. That's something where we need to get better, Josh. Agreed. We just got into the situation where it's like, oh, well, and we even said, why are the, why are the Chargers minus five and a half favorites against anybody? They're, they're the same team. That should be like a three-point game. And then all of a sudden we ended up, I'm just going to sleep deprivation for me. That's what got us. And I, that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. So moving on one and four, we're going to have to bounce back. If we go five and zero oh this week, we're right back to where we want to be. So this is a good week for us. We like the board, but right now we're 19 and 16. We're eight games back of the leader. We were seven games back. We only gave up one game. That is huge. We're 1400. That's irrelevant. It's games back of the leader. We need to go on a run. So let's jump into it. We're coming to you on a Thursday. We weren't able to make Wednesday happen given the new baby situation, but we're getting it in here and let's talk a little like it, love it, leave it. We got Tampa Bay minus two. We're actually recording during the game, but we did submit this on the contest. So pal on three, you know, the rules like it, love it, leave it. One, two, three. Love it. I like it. Uh, Well, I got to love it because we, you know, we stood on the ground. We fought for this pick. Better A is uh, very anti this pick and uh, we're submitting it and we're halfway through the game and it's looking good. We got Tampa Bay minus two. We're riding it on both of our contests. The money didn't shape up exactly how we wanted, but we're up uh, 10 to three right now. We're getting Tampa Bay minus two. One of the reasons we really love this game is that the line actually opened up as Baltimore minus one and a half. That line had three points of line movement in it three and a half points of line movement tampa bay ended up favored by two so we're riding with it uh it's in both of our contests pal there's no reason to debate we're in bad we're in that's the reason i don't i I didn't love this pick um when we made it i loved it earlier on in the week because the data came rolling in it was a slight bet it was a good bet um we just the tampa bay has not been playing well you're seeing it tonight games 10 to 3 right now it's kind of sloppy Baltimore's probably going to go for a fourth and two on the eight-yard line. It is what it is. Um, sure, I can say love it because it's in the contest. But, no, I like it. It's a good pick. It's solid. It's not my favorite, but it's also not the worst. So, there we have it. We're rolling them right now. Let's see what happens. Guess what, pal? It's now on to a little Bet the Rick. Casey, 
like until they actually get onto my show. Like, did you know that Claire did not go to church one Sunday because she was out of town in San Diego? That was her excuse. Yeah, hell is waiting for you, Claire. San Diego has churches. More secrets revealed until Claire and Casey come on to the show with me. All right, since I know we're probably all tired, Josh having to take care of a newly born baby and a post-pregnant wife, me, because I've just been drinking every day for the past, I don't know, what year is it? Anyway, we're going to get right to the picks. Our first pick, Utah, favored by seven at Washington State. Love Utah, great game. A week and a half ago, they're playing Thursday. Tough go, but Utah's going to come strong. Utah's going to win and beat Washington State. Take Utah and the points. On to the Big 12. I'm not sure why I'm so excited about that. TCU has been having one a hell of a year. They are playing at West Virginia. TCU is favored by seven and a half. You know what? I like TCU this year. I'm giving them a very small five and a half percent chance to get to the playoffs. But I do believe they are going to beat West Virginia on the road, take TCU and the seven and a half points. Iowa State's at home. Oklahoma's on the road, favored by one at Iowa State. I love Iowa State on the upset. It's not really going to be an upset. It's not Iowa at Iowa State. Oklahoma is not themselves this year. Take Iowa State and the one point. Staying in the Big 12, Oklahoma State. Favored by one and a half at Kansas State. This was a tough one, a toss-up, but you know what? I am going to go with Oklahoma State and the one and a half points on the road at K-State. K-State lost a tough one to TCU. Not going to make it yet, not going to come back. Oh, my goodness, I totally forgot to tell you what I did last week. I mean, in relation to this, the other stuff, we're not going to talk about that. I went four and four, a mediocre week. And it started out strong, ended up weak. Uh, brings my total to 18, 21, and 3. We're still we're still working to get to that positive area, the positive territory. We're going to keep going with Kentucky. University of Kentucky favored by 12 and a half. No, they're not. Tennessee is favored by 12 and a half over University of Kentucky. I like Tennessee at home to take down the Wildcats and cover with the 12 and a half points. Your final game of the week, Illinois favored by 7 and a half at Nebraska. Is it seven and a half or seven? I can't remember. Either or, take the eight points. Illinois is going to win by at least seven and a half points at Nebraska. I thought I was going to keep it short this week because we're all tired, but apparently it's about the same time as I usually do. Uh, last four minutes, regardless. Hear that, ladies? Four minutes and ten seconds. Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Rick seven and nice. I would call that PG thirteen. Bet the Rick. Um, it's always it always feels good with. Uh, I, I like his is. Uh, I like this thing of like revealing a secret about women that he stalks, uh, like a little bit piece by piece. I like that idea. Let's get into our college picks, Josh. Uh, one game that he uh, he didn't talk about. I love it. Uh, UCF minus one at home against number 20 Sensi. Again, we've hounded this every year. Ranked teams getting points on the road. Love it. Give me some UCF minus one and a half. 
I'm going to go to the Big Ten, where I'm from, my home roots. But I'm actually not going to talk about the Boilermakers here. I'm going to take Penn State at home, getting 14 and a half versus Ohio State. I first thought this was going to be a square dog, given it's such a large number. Ohio State, I think, is sixth, five or sixth. Penn State's a 15th, 16th ranked team. That can typically be a, a square dog with that, that big of a spread. However, I'm going to ride with the Nittany Lions. They have struggled against Ohio State. But I'm going with them. Give me the 14 and a half. I like Texas A&M plus one and a half at home. Old Miss, number 11, I believe, in the country, seven and one. They're just coming off of a big loss. Uh, and and Texas, Texas A&M's head coach is under a lot of uh, fire. So homecoming game, I'm assuming it's a homecoming. I have no idea, but I'm assuming that's why this line's only one and a half. I'll take Texas A&M in the upset. I'm going to roll with the similar theme, Kansas State, number 22, minus one and a half at home, hosting number nine, Oklahoma State. I'm going to take the, the Kansas State Cougars, I believe, at minus one and a half, defending their home home field. Good team. This is a Big 12 matchup. This is something that looks a little trappy, given that the Kansas State is favored at a higher ranked team. Similar theme all week this week. You like how we just made up? There's probably some homecoming games this week. That is just that, that's why these lines don't make sense. <laughs> oh, hey, someone's got to do it. So last, so right now we're five and eight. We went two and one. Uh, we were able to hit the uh, Oregon Ducks minus six against UCLA. Good pick by you. We had LSU minus two versus Ole Miss, who was number seven. Good pick by us. And then we had Texas minus six and a half, which looked good at halftime. And they decided to only score three points in the second half. So that was a little frustrating. But other than that, we're five and eight in college football on this show. Uh, got four more picks out for you. Let's see if we can write the ship. Now it's time. We're going back. Better A has been reinstated in 12 more states. He's only banned in 22 states. Most of those don't even allow gambling at this point. So. That's where we're at. He's went back, Will. Now, he went back a little bit. Now, last week wasn't all his fault, but I want to talk about it real quick. He went one and one. He ended up having the Browns, and he went with the Chargers as well. Now, he's he's going to say we he liked the Titans, and then we talked him out of it. And then what? I'm, this is my message to Better A. Don't text us on Sunday and be like, yeah, I like the Lions. The Lions scoring. Don't give me an I told you so, because you know what an I told you so is worth? Nothing. It's worth nothing in this game. You want to tell me I told you so. Stand on your hill. I recuse myself from that game, and you still couldn't bet it. So there's my call out. I don't want to – I told you so on Sunday. I want to I, – I'm telling you so on Thursday. I'm okay with the I told you so after a win. We I told you so. I'm standing on my hill, and I won. Then I'm okay with I told you so. Then absolutely, I'll beat your chest for you. I'll stand up on that hill with you. I'm right there with you. Better for the first time – in the existence, I think we are below 500. So we need a little run. I talked to him today. He's confident in a 10-0 rolling, 10-0 rolling to get us right back to where we need to be. 27 points uh, at week nine. So that's that's kind of what we're hoping here, pal. Well, he came out with picks, and this is better A fashion. This is the better A I know. He gives us two picks, and then he went a step low, and then he changed his picks to two more. And then he came one step even further, and he changed his picks again. And what does he come up with, pal? Talk to me. He comes in hot with, first off, he likes the Cardinals plus three and a half uh, against the Minnesota Vikings. He likes this because, and this is, I quote, the Cardinals and the Vikings with DeAndre Hopkins back are the same team. And I get the hook. Give me the hook. Give me the points. Fly, Cardinals, fly. Then 
He's going to ride into a better race special. And again, I'm going to quote him specifically. You know what? Sunday night, it's tired. I want a game that I could know I want at halftime and I can turn it off. He likes the Bills minus 11 and a half against the Packers. A lot of people think that's a square pick. I don't think that's a square pick. I think Green Bay is a square dog this week. I really think this is a sharp pick. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, it's not on our contest, but uh, those are his two picks. Bills minus 11 and a half against Green Bay. Cardinals plus three and a half uh, against the Vikings. Now, these picks are locked in. We've already submitted these, so we're in these guys. I'll start with the Cardinals plus three and a half. First off, I do like this pick. You are going against Kirk Cousins, but it's in that one o'clock time slot, which he does very, very well at. So that makes me a little bit nervous, but the the uh, Vikings haven't really shown the propensity to blow out teams. The Bills 11 minus 11 and a half. That's better a special. That's up his wheelhouse. I could never do that. That's not that's not in my game. That's like finishing a left hand layup. I don't have that move. I got to shoot jumpers. Okay, so. I don't know what he's doing here. This is incredible. This is who I like him to be. I want these weird picks that aren't on our radar. That's when he's the best. Bet the writ, uh, better A, 17 and 18. He's going Bills 11 and a half, Cardinals plus three and a half. Anything else, pal? We need to, re- we need to string, some, string some picks together. Now, we did go this week. We Again, a better A, we do also have Tampa Bay uh, minus well, two on that contest as well. We, we stood on our hill and we said, Better A, this is who we are. Give it to us. So we have that on there. Okay, so now into our picks for the week. We're going to do this a little bit different because we're going to give the top three that we are going to bet with Better A. So number one, as you already alluded to, you kind of jumped ahead of the schedule. Don't worry, we'll get you on back on pace. Tampa Bay minus two is on there with them. The next game, which one out of those two would you like to take credit for? I'm going to take credit for the Monday night game. (laughs) Now I'm going to take credit for the Monday night game for a a few reasons. One of them I've actually already, this might jinx it, but you know what? I don't believe in jinxes anymore. I've already bet this game because I think this game, this line's going to move. We bet the Browns plus three and a half against Cincy. It came out literally 30 minutes later that Jamar chase is out for six weeks. That line is going to be continually moving down. We get the Browns plus three and a half against Cincinnati. Browns at home in division dogs. That's where we live. Monday night game. You kind of stole it from me. I was hoping you were going to go to the other one. I think you like a little bit more, but I do think this is a good pick. In division dog. Joe, Joe Burrow is the only difference between these two teams. We could easily get a, this could easily be an ugly game, but in division, they typically play them close. We're getting the home team. We're getting three and a half. We're getting that hook. I think that's important. The other game we're going to have a better A is going to be. In division, home dog again. We're going out west. We're going Rams plus one and a half versus the 49ers. What scares me here is the 49ers looked absolutely atrocious. Um, you know, not absolutely atrocious. You and I kind of see the game differently than most people do, but they got blown out on the scoreboard, and they're going to play the Rams. The problem, I what terrifies me of this pick is the Rams. They're just flat out. They can't block on the front four. So they're going to be bringing a lot of pressure. The 49ers have a great defensive line. They are one of the best defenses, even though they got, I mean, that's Mahomes. You got to take, you got to throw that out. So I'm worried about that. The money is shaping up. This will be a bet all day, every day. So that's where we're going with it. But the weaknesses of the Rams play to the strengths of the 49ers. The 49ers got beat up in a standalone game. That does scare me. However, we are getting Sean McVay off a bye. However, he's only beat Shanahan once, and that was in the playoffs because the guy didn't catch the interception. 
There's our top three that are going with better A. Next, how do we get two more picks? We like six this week. We're probably going to go four and two. I was going to say we're going to go five and one. Let's get out the one loser. So one pick uh, that I really like is West Coast going east. We've got a quarterback situation. Uh, Jameis Winston is healthy, but they say, no, 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 no. Red Rifle, you're our quarterback. Give me the New Orleans Saints plus the one and a half at home against the Raiders. The reasons that I like this game, the Raiders, I'm going to say this, the Raiders are losers. The franchise are losers. Their quarterbacks are losers. They are losers. Losers, losers, losers. And so I get a home dog that needs the win in the Saints and a point and a half. They've got 10 days to prepare. I really like this game, Josh. The Raiders typically play the in-division in games very well. Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, they play those teams incredibly well. They play the AFC teams pretty well. Let's say like the Colts, the Patriots, they play, you know, the, those top middle well-known AFC teams. They beat up on the Texans. They beat up on the, on the Jaguars. They beat those teams. When they go to the NFC, they typically don't play as well. So we got a little West Coast going East teams that they're not familiar with. However, they look, they've lost four one possession games. So they're like the anti Bengals of last year. What does potentially scare me is that the Saints lost their best offensive cornerback, which are incredibly important in this NFL because if you can take out one side of the field, you can do a lot of things different schematically. However, if you look at the Saints, I mean, they threw two pick sixes. Andy Dalton, one of them wasn't his fault, one of them was his fault. And they only lost by 10. So they gave up 14 points on the offensive side, and they still only lost by 10. That gives me a lot of hope. Their offense seems to know what they want to do. One and a half is a disgusting number. We only cover if it's a a field goal to win or a touchdown to win by the Raiders late. But there's not too many ways to cover this besides this outright Saints win. Josh, who's our who's our uh give me so so we've got those four. Now we've got to get one more. Yeah, I'll just take it here. The, the next pick we're going we're gonna to bring to the table is the Lions plus three and a half versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins have been playing, um, they started off 3-0, started off real hot, got lucky in that Bills game, but still won it. Great. Then they went on a three-game losing streak, but they didn't have Tua. They brought Tua back last week, and they, they came out first quarter. They looked awesome, but they thought you were going to score 40 points. Well, they ended up only scoring 16 and barely won that game. Tua still looks out of sorts a little bit. They're not really sure what they want to do. The Lions are a dog fighting team. They should have covered that. They were covering for 58 minutes of that game and didn't end up covering with four turnovers, one on the goal line that they're about to score and didn't cover that game. I think the Lions bounce back. You're never going to be out of this game. And the biggest thing, when you're down 10, when you're down nine, pal, what are you worried about? You're worried about that that coach kicking a field goal with two and a half minutes left. Dan Campbell's not kicking that field goal. He's going to go for it. They're going to try to score. They're going to try to score a touchdown. We're going to have a lot of outs as long as we're only in that 11 point down range. Potentially. I mean, the dolphins, I mean, this one looks like it's a, it's a, uh, if we look at the money line teasers, what, what does it look like this week? It's going to be, I mean, this is a weird week because there's a lot of tight spreads. Yeah. So a lot Lions, of <laughs> Lions plus three and a half. This is a this is a teaser week, right? These are these are these are games that are going to be, you know, like there's going to be some big dogs that are going to win outright, right? By by a by a lot, by a touchdown or more. I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions came out and won this game. To be honest, they turned they turned the ball over. 
uh, so long as, sorry, so long as they don't turn the ball over and control their offense, they have a very, very good offense. So they, they, they keep Tua controlled. They keep that offense. They keep, uh, you know, peace signs out of the end zone. I think we're going to be safe there. Plus three and a half. I love that pick. First game out that we like that I will probably bet is Texans at home plus two and a half versus the Titans. This line of it came out and it just looks fishy. So as you mentioned to me on a phone call that Tannehill might not be playing, that's what this line largely says, but you're telling me who's not going to line up and bet the Titans here. Everyone's going to bet the Titans. They're probably going to tease the Titans down six points and be plus three and a half. This is the teaser game of the week. I'm bummed that we didn't put this one in. We didn't feel confident because the Texans are, as we talked about, they're kind of losers. They are at home here in division. They do beat the teams in division. They play them fairly well. So I'd say that one's our first one out, but it's worth a wager. Yeah, and, and here's here's the, the conversation that we had, right? I, I think out of those last three, right? Out of those last three with the Saints, the Lions, and the Texans, I think we go two and one. I'm pretty confident we go two and one of those. Are we good enough to pick out the 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 loser? We haven't been this year, right? To go in a five and zero. Oh. I we've, think this week we are. We've left a lot of winners out, actually. Um, it's been frustrating because we've been afraid to bet some of the picks that are typical of who we are. However, we're, we're, we're moving on. There's nothing we can do about it. There's five picks on the board. Tampa Bay minus two. Rams plus one and a half. Browns plus three and a half. Saints plus one and a half. Lions plus three and a half. What does that t- tell you, pal? What, what's the key thing about all those games? We're getting home teams. We're getting home teams. And, and we're getting to the, the point of the year where home teams matter. That, that home crowd builds you up a little bit, gets you a little bit more. When you're, the, your ankles hurting, your knees are bending. Your hamstrings are pulling. You get that home motivation, baby. That home power. I'm going to go a little uh, different direction with this. And you went exactly where I wanted you to go. I'm just, something came to me. Tampa Bay, three and three at the top of their division somehow. So they're fighting for that division. Rams plus one and a half. They're still battling for a wild card position. Browns plus three and a half. They're kind of a dog. They're kind of out of it. They're only two and four, two, two and five. They need to get something going. Um, this is where I think the Browns are going to be up like the whole game and Joey B is going to do something incredible. Saints, Saints are still in that division. They're, they're not out of it. And the Lions, the Lions are just dogs. They're not willing to give up. They're fighting. They're going to bite those kneecaps off. <laughs> uh, I like it. Well, those are picks for the week. We're going to move into our final segment of the week where we have added I Know Football. Each of us are now one-on-one after, Brian, you luck boxed out of your way out of the Cowboys pick. Minus seven. Myself, I was pretty much a lot the whole way. Commanders plus four and a half. We are now each one and one. Pal, you want to kick us off? Uh, I love the fact of the I know football and we don't have any of these picks in our contest. So I, I love this segment just for that reason. My I know football, Mac Jones coming back on the road. But I, it's not because of that reason. Bill Pelichick owns the Jets. He owns the Jets. So I like the Patriots minus two and a half against the Jets. They're gonna out. They're gonna. They're gonna win by seven to ten points. What I love is I know football is just for us for, to get our degeneracy that we think we are really good gamblers and we know we're not. We have to have the numbers. Okay. We're, we need draining wheels. We need the bumpers up in bowling at all times because you're telling me the Patriots would be eight and a half point favorites at the Jets or if the hosting the Jets. Get out of here. Get out listen, of here. Then listen, this is the I know football segment, not the I I'm know. gonna put money on it segment. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. So my, my pick of the week is actually I'm going to go back to the well 
and I'm going to take the Colts minus three against the commanders. So I'm going to fade the commanders this week. Colts minus three. They're starting a brand new quarterback. They could be tanking actually, because they have Nick Foles that they could put in there. Um, they're going to go Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Islander, something like that. Sam Ellinger played at Texas. Colts are favored by three here. To be honest, this is where, like, if we start talking about it, you'd give me the same spiel. The Colts and Commanders largely the same team. And why are the Colts? So you just take the dog is what you end up doing. But I'm going to take the Colts minus three because the Colts seem to beat bad teams. They play poorly against good teams, and they play so-so against middle-of-the-range teams. That's what I'm going to go with. You know, when you say, like, going back to the well, what I picture is, like, a zoomed it, like a, like a, like a movie, a, a guy just walking out to a single well in his poor, like out, out the window with a little flower of daisies walking out to the well. And then the camera pans out and there's just 50 other wells out there. Pal, how many wells do we got? We got, we got dog wells, individual wells, West Coast going East wells. I got so many wells out here. Well, well, well. We are, uh, the, our well, our cup runneth over with wells. <laughs> Listen, we've had a good, I mean, we're good betters. I hope I wouldn't get continue this run. I mean, we actually make money doing this. Uh, we have not cashed yet in the contest. We made just a few slip ups because we can't bet all six or seven games we like sometimes. So we got to try to bet our best five. And you know what? We probably always need to throw in the scariest one from now on. Throw the scariest one in there, the one that we hate the most, and then get our best three and then flip a coin for the, the fifth one. Um, <laughs> so there we have it. Bet the rent. Week eight. We got it in. I got a new baby. You're moving out to a new place. Things are looking up for the boys. Hey, pal, congratulations on being a dad. I can't wait to see you, buddy. Hey, I appreciate that. As always, remember, fade the public. Bet the rent.